0: Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service and I have three or four things to cover in my time with you today. I'm going to talk about mowing and fruit tree sprays, dealing with weeds in the landscape beds, and where we're at in terms of what we should be planting out in the vegetable garden. So anybody that's got a lawn and been trying to mow it, given all the rain we've had recently in the past few days, uh, it's most likely gotten away from you in terms of it's taller than you'd like it to be. One of the ways you can recover the lawn without uh, sending it into shock is to set your lawnmower up as high as it'll go and mow the lawn. And then give it two or three days for that lower portion of the turf that was then exposed to get used to the sunlight and dry off. And that will make your lawn lawnmower function better and cut your lawn better the second time around. You can also lower that mower deck back down to where you typically mow your lawn for the season and uh, mow it again. And in that way, uh, you haven't shocked the lawn. Uh, chances are you haven't had to bag the clippings because they were small enough then that they sifted right back into the into the lawn. Challenges come when we mow more often than we should and or the grass is wet when we're mowing. And this really impacts the ability of the lawnmower to cut the grass blades up fine enough that it sifts back in and that also then creates that condition where you might shock the lawn, stop it from growing temporarily. That might sound good, except uh, your weeds are not stopping, so you're you're not making the lawn very competitive against uh, the lawn weeds. So that's that's the story pretty much here that we're going through. Springtime, the grass always grows quickly. It has its natural flush of growth, of course, and if we've added any... Fertilizers on top of that, chemical uh, synthetic fertilizers on top of that, uh, that cycle just gets exaggerated a little bit more. So if you haven't uh, fertilized your lawn yet with a a synthetic fertilizer, bag fertilizer, uh, you might want to go ahead and wait till you've mowed the lawn three or four times or more. When you see the flush that naturally occurs start to slow down, go ahead and extend the greening period with that fertilization at that point. Another area that I wanted to talk about, uh, we have lots of interest these days in fruit trees and in the home orchard. And um, we've already should have been applying several sprays prior to bloom. Uh, there was a dormant spray that went on earlier, long before bud uh growth even began. The sprays that are gonna go on now on a rather routine uh, five to seven, seven to ten day basis, depending upon the product you're buying are going to be called cover sprays. The cover sprays are there to uh, begin to coat and and keep the uh, fruits from being attacked by diseases and insects throughout the growing season. These sprays also then continue to act as a protection against the early cool wet season foliage diseases like uh, on apples for example It might be cedar apple rust or apple scab um, apples are still the the main uh, backyard orchard tree uh fruit tree that we seem to plant here in our area so the so the fruit tree sprays should be uh, resuming now that uh, about three quarters of the petals have fallen off your apple trees or your fruit trees uh, uh The risk to pollinating insects is now minimized. They're not visiting old flowers any longer they're off to other brighter uh, newly opening flowers on other plants in the landscape and in nature. So that's where we're at with the fruit tree sprays. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about weeding in the landscape beds. Uh, soils are certainly quite moist in many cases, hard to really work the soil and, and would suggest you don't, but you might stand at the edge of the bed and with a hand weeder do a little weeding that way. Uh Major weed right now is probably a winter annual called chickweed. It was alive sprouted last late last summer in the fall uh was alive all winter uh creating these very tiny leaf mouse ear leaf size weeds or even smaller uh little tiny white flowers and prolific uh flower prolific cedar. And, uh, that, that weed will go away naturally, of course, uh, as warm weather gets here. But if you have those situations to promote it, chickweed can be with us all season. So if we can get after the chickweed now and get the bed clean, we're at least reducing the seed population, uh, that's going to come back and sprout later on in the season. And that's, and that's something that's, uh, beneficial perennial weeds, Um, one of my favorite expressions is especially for the perennial flower beds perennial plants have perennial problems and that includes uh, weeds they can be uh, broadleaf weeds or grassy weeds uh, like tall fescue or quackgrass in the perennial beds. They can be dandelions, thistles, plantains, a number of broadleaf plants. In many cases, if you can get at them when they're young and in the spring, you, in the soils moist, you have a good chance of actually pulling them out uh, with the aid of a, a digger and getting them the majority of the root. If the root snaps off, chances are you're going to have two or three plants back where that one was when you uh, tried to eradicate it. Uh, some folks will rely on a non, uh, non-selective systemic weed control product. Go ahead and selectively treat those weeds um, and as they die they'll just fade away. Um, but they need to be actively growing before you can treat them. So that's really, really the key. Uh, really the key there. Um, if um, you have applied, uh, I've done any overseeding in the lawn this year, for example. Sometimes that grass seed will uh, end up in the beds. Keep an eye, keep an eye out for that, and if it comes up. It's very easily controlled as it's a young, tender grass plant. So there's there's several things we can do in the landscape beds. Uh, If you're mulching, uh, loosen the old mulch up first before you apply the new, fresher-looking mulch. This will... This will um, keep things like mushrooms and, and things of that nature from growing late, uh, growing into there later. It will also allow more of our water that we get down into the soil profile. So, because the mulch layer is not crusted up and over, so that's a good thing. And then the last uh, area I wanted to talk about is vegetable gardening. We're right at that. We're right at that cusp of what we consider the typical average frost-free date, and that's usually around here. Or that's somewhere, somewhere around May 5th. So at that point now, you've had opportunities already to plant some of our other very early hardy vegetables. We're at that point now where things like snap beans and the tomato transplant might be considered to go in. Summer squash could go in. Um, it'll be another couple weeks or more before we really should be putting in the peppers and, and, uh, some of the other warm season crops like cucumbers and things like that. But these are, these are things that uh, could easily be, be done in the garden right now. Same on the garden weeds. Uh, they're there, they're out there. You're typically working the soil before we plant when the soils finally dry out and allow us to do that. Uh, Most often that takes care of that, but if you've got that perennial weed in the vegetable garden that's seemingly there and never going away, um, a a major digging effort might be in order, Uh, but again, the the use of perhaps a a non-selective translocatable herbicide would be uh, the best thing you can use. So this has been Richard Henshaw this week uh, with Greenside Up. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back again with everybody next week.